Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS. Back on the program today. As we continue, we're going to find out uh, what's going on with Tucker's House. Find out what Tucker's House is all about. And um, conversation here this morning with Graham Honeycutt, the executive director who is with us today. Graham, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Brian? Thanks doing, for having us. Doing really, really good. Uh, glad to have you along with us uh, today. We have... Um, course had several conversations over the years about tucker's house and boy you all continue to grow tell us a little bit about uh, give us some background on what you do there first yeah so tucker's house we're a 501c3 nonprofit located in franklin tennessee but we serve the greater middle tennessee area so we do quite a few projects in the murfreesboro uh, area and go all across middle tennessee and we create safer homes for children and young adults with disabilities so that can look like a lot of different things. It can be ramps, widening doorways. We do a lot of accessible bathrooms, but really when a family has a child or young adult with disabilities, they need assistance in making home modifications. And we, with COVID-19, we've probably all been spending more time in the house. So you understand what that may may be like. So we go in and help those families and partner with them. Certainly has been uh, quite an interesting time with with COVID-19 and and all. And I'm sure that that has changed a lot about how you work uh, in in homes as well, hasn't it? It is, but uh, we really continue to to maintain our project load. Um, If anything, the families are more desperate to have um, us come in and do these home modifications because they've lost a lot of access to services that they would normally have going to school if they're doing things remotely or therapists not being able to come in. But uh, it's changed a lot what we've done. We work with a lot of contractors and subcontractors. And so, you know, obviously these children are in the vulnerable population. So making sure we have proper equipment, masks, and, um, you know, siphoning off the family to a certain area of the house if we need to. But um, really the the need has remained and our, our families have continued to reach out to us and, and really want us to continue to work even with the pandemic going mm-hmm. on. You know, we've had uh, Sonny on many times, Sonny Rosenbaum, uh, the, the, the founder of uh, Tucker's House, and shared her story and, and how this really started. But it, it seems like even you have your own story about how you became involved, too. Sure. So um, Sonny is still involved in the organization day to day. I'm part of the transition plan as she's working towards retirement. She has a lot of grandkids, including Tucker. Uh, how Tucker's house got founded. Um, her grandson Tucker had cerebral palsy and he was getting to an age and where Sonny just looked at her son and her daughter-in-law said, oh, there has to be services in the area that can help Tucker make these home modifications. And when she couldn't find anything, she decided to start Tucker's house. And so for me personally, um, we were actually clients of Tucker's house first. We had a daughter named Michaela who had Dandy Walker syndrome. And so Tucker's house came in and helped us make some home modifications, helped us with an accessible bed uh, ramp outside of her home. So we were um, first clients of Tucker's house. Unfortunately, Michaela passed away in 2018, um, but I've just stayed involved with the organization and because they've done so much for our family just to give back. And then as Sunny was talking about transitioning towards retirement, she um, said, Hey, would you be interested in coming on board? And, I couldn't imagine 
doing anything else. It's just, even in this difficult year, it's um, just a blessing for me to, to be here. And um, also to steward Michaela's memory. And, you know, I, I see her in all the faces of the families that we serve and know the important work that we do and benefited it from it firsthand. So just gives me a real meaning um, to help these families and to help this underserved population in any way that we can. Mm-hmm. Graham Honeycutt is with us, executive director of Tucker's House. I'm, I'm sure that that personal connection, I, I know that that meant so much to to Sonny as well. And, and hearing your story and um, it, 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 that that has to drive you to help because you know how desperately these folks need the assistance that they're asking for. Well, I think it makes a huge difference. I've lived it. Um, you know, I've lived both ends of it, having the, the child and even, you know, we just um, got word yesterday that we had a, a child that passed away that we have served. But, um, you know, the, the other thing that drives us is that we know that the modifications we make are going to last the lifetime of that child. So when we go in and do an assessment, it's not something that, okay, we're going to build a ramp and then another couple of years we'll have to do this be, because we have a physical therapist and a project manager that understand the need, we can go in and make these modifications and know that it's going to last the lifetime of the child. But um, certainly for me, um, it, it drives me every day. I, I feel like I don't have Michaela with me uh, at home anymore, but she's always in my heart. And uh, I, I feel like I bring her to work every day. You know, I, I get to talk about her on the radio or talk about her with um, in anything I'm doing. So it's, it's a huge driver and, um, you know, and for me just to be able to give back because I've lived it, I know what the families experience to be able to give back to the families and, and assist them. Uh, it means the world to, to me, my family and our community. Graham, to be able to 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 see a home through those eyes. Uh, I, I don't think uh, the normal a person who hasn't had to deal with, um, you know, how do we get into the home? Is there a ramp? Uh, What about uh, showering and and all of those things? If you don't have to think about it, you don't really understand it. So I'm sure that that helps you to understand those things and the project managers and things of that nature as well. Absolutely. Um, And it it is something that um, you may not be able to extend understand outright if, if you haven't been in that situation or have a child, but I'm always surprised that there's always some connection there that you, you talk to someone and they may not have a child. They may not have uh, a, or a parent who is in that situation, but they know someone it's, you know, aunt or an uncle or a neighbor. Um, so, and I think you can wrap your head around that, you know, some things that you might take for granted just in terms of, Oh, there's steps into the home. Well, if you have a child that you can't lift or, you know, a young adult that you can't lift, how are you going to get that child into the home? And then how are you going to bathe that home? We just did um, an accessible bathroom for a family and the mother was crying, said she hasn't been able to bathe her child in five years. Um, you know, so just, just that simple act of being able to go and bathe that child, um, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, really meaningful and, and, and needed. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it even gets down to uh, the type of flooring you have, you know, being able to um, have someone in a wheelchair with carpet. Uh, that, that's much more difficult than than uh, maybe some type of laminate flooring or things of that nature. So, I mean, th- these improvements that, that you mentioned, it's it's not just, well, we'll build a ramp and then leave the bathroom. I mean, you're, you're looking at remodeling the entire house to make it functional, aren't you? We, we really do, um, and that's the benefit of our program and the fact that we have that project manager who understands the construction side, but also the physical therapist who knows the diagnosis of the child, the needs of the child, and so we really look at it holistically, and we know the modifications that we make are, are going to be a benefit and last a long time, and it, it really is. It's, um, it really is an individualized service too. It's not just something that we wash, rinse, and repeat. We go in and do an assessment on every home that we serve, and we look at the family's needs and and the child's needs and what do they specifically need. And because each diagnosis, each child, each family is different, and then each home is different, what they might need and how that might uh, impact over time. We've got Graham Honeycutt with us today, executive director, uh, executive director of Tucker's House. And um, would um, bathrooms be one of the bigger obstacles? Because, I mean, when you talk about plumbing and making sure that you have an accessible shower area and, and, and how to get uh, the, the person into the shower and out and all that kind of thing. I mean, is that the biggest area of, of uh, and, and costliest area for remodel? Yes, I would say so. The the bread and butter of what we do, um, you know, we did, um, looks like we're going to complete 18 bathroom remodels in this year. So that's that's quite a big portion. Um, and then also the accessibility of the home, you know, is, is it's getting the child into the home. So that can look like ramps or temporary ramps that we are getting the child into the home. And then is, is the home accessible for the child in terms of, is the bedroom on the first floor or is the bedroom upstairs? So in terms of putting in some type of lift, a stair lift, a chair lift, a vertical lift, um, all those different types of equipment. So that's, that's typically where it lands, but certainly bathrooms, when you think about, you know, having to lift your child into a tub and having to do that on an ongoing basis as, as they get older, you just, physically not able to do that. So making it accessible where it can be a curbless shower, roll them in, doing the plumbing um, and all the things like that. Graham, I know you mentioned uh, Tucker's house is based in Franklin, but you do work all over Middle Tennessee. And, um, you know, we've, we always love to hear of this, the stories and uh, of the work that you're doing here in, in Rutherford County, which is, is often uh, very substantial. So uh, do you have any yeah. updates on some of the things you may have going on here in Murfreesboro? We did. We just completed a project for an adorable little boy. And I know it's the radio, so we can't look at pictures, but a little boy named Finley. Um, He's in the Murfreesboro area, huge Predators fan. Um, So we got him connected. We get some funding through the Predators Foundation. So we actually got him connected uh, with one of the Predators players and um, he he got to do that. But uh, we we actually partnered with um, the Northside Baptist Church of Murfreesboro we had some volunteer labor that came out and helped us put, he actually had a concrete ramp, but he didn't have any um, buffers on the side. So we actually built some wooden buffers on the side and then comp- widened some doorways there and completed an accessible bathroom for Finley and his family in the Murfreesboro area. And we've just finished that project um, at the end of November. 
Oh, so we did great. quite a bit of work in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned doorways. You know, that that's another thing. It, typically, doors inside of homes are, are not big enough to, to, to get through. You know, you're talking at least, uh, what, a good uh, three-foot wide door, typically? Right, yeah. Typically, you know, we do we do expand doorways in terms of, you know, and that's part of when you're, when you're in a wheelchair, um, a lot of times the doorways, especially on older homes, just aren't made to be accessible for uh, a wheelchair and wheeling them around into certain areas. So, um, or even a hallway, you know, a hallway, um, pivoting the, the wheelchair around a 90 degree turn isn't really necessary. So it might be um, doing some work along those lines as well. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, there's there's just a lot that goes into it, and these project managers are just really wonderful, and and the team that you put together um, to to help with this, and and, and this is only going to help people uh, not only here but uh, around the country. I would think that this this work um, can help a lot of folks when they see what's going on and the collaborative effort that's being made here could really change a lot of folks' lives. Certainly, and I, I, I do think it, it already has in our area, and as we look in the future to possible expansion opportunities, inclusive design is a thing you will hear a lot across all the construction spectrum. So um, we're, we consider we're the, the forefront of the inclusive design, and even when we go in, even if we're not actually actively managing the project, we've gone into churches or offices who all of a sudden have a need, and we partner with them just to give them uh, provide an assessment for them of some things that they may not realize because we do this day in and day out. And so they may just have a one-off project. So e- even items like that, we can we can help with that inclusive design a- across the landscape. And we're hoping to, um, you know, a- as that becomes more to the forefront of construction, we continue to hope hopefully partner with that and, and move that into the future. Graham, in our uh, less than a minute left here, tell us how we can um, maybe get involved, donate, help, um, and, and a place to go check you out. Yeah, well, we, we would love, we, we take volunteers, skilled or unskilled. Um, and if you want to go to our website, tuckershouse.org, T-U-C-K-E-R-S, house, H-O-U-S-E.org, then there's a place on there. There's a volunteer form if you're interested in getting involved that way. Um, or if, if you know a contractor or a skilled laborer in your area that can help us out, that really helps us keep the cost down on all the projects that we do. An average cost of a project we do is $14,000. So you can imagine all that goes into that. And uh, if you'd love to think in this time to think about supporting us financially, there's also uh, ways to donate on that side as well. And, and we're very accessible here. So you can see our contact information. Feel free to reach out to any of us. and. We'd love to partner with you. Very good. Graham Honeycutt joining us today with Tucker's House on WGNS.